Don't engage alone. We do this together. Welcome to Under Two Capes, the only show that knows that Lois Lane is Lois Lame. I'm Jared. I'm here with Taladi and Nick. What's up, gentlemen? Uh, the smugness well, is strong with you, brother. It, oh, dude, this has been a week. This, this has been, been a freaking week. Uh, so. Before you, before anyone comments below, yes, I did see that clip for, from um, Crisis. And by the way, it's kind of funny. The day that clip got leaked, previous to me even seeing it, or Britt not even seeing it, Britt was complaining about these entitled Clovis fans. So you know what I said? The, the day. Okay, so what happened is that before this, Taladia, the day that happened, I said, don't worry, we'll get her a moment. And then what does Taladia text me an hour later? Oh yeah, it's super wonder, and I'm like, what? Turns turns out you only had to wait an hour for your moment. <laughs> yes, exactly. I told Brit. I told Brit. I am clairvoyant. I manifested this, <laughs> but it was so good. So we're gonna talk about that on CLD and the member stream. But anyway, so we're talking about today. So with the release, with the upcoming release of Suicide Squad: Kill the Justice League, which I still have to pre-order. I'm just w- w- waiting for. Budgetary reasons, but I am going to pre-order because I want uh, a Batman Deadshot, so I can say my Batman uses guns. But, um, <laughs> but so we're going to because while there have been some successes in terms of superhero gaming, and we're going to talk about that, particularly what those games did right, we're going to focus primarily on some of the flops of superhero, not really flops, but games that haven't performed well in terms of like superhero contents. So that's like the Avengers, Gotham Knights. I'm not going to call Suicide Squad uh, a failure yet because it hasn't come out yet. Because from what I've heard, a lot of people really like it. So I'm going to save judgment till afterwards. If it's a terrible game, I am going to unleash holy hell on this. Yeah, a lot of people like the Avengers too. Remember? uh, No, no. Actually, a lot of people are like, it's not that good. Well, I I can pay 500 people to say they like something. Yeah, yeah, but Nick, the point is we're we're not going to touch Suicide Squad. That's fair. Let's start with honestly the start with Avengers because that that was like the first game yeah. that I really saw that like complete to the po- it crashed and burned so hard they uh, delisted it from the from marketplaces. So I did grab it before uh, it would delist again. Yeah, the pro- so the first problem with the game because if it were just a um a problem with the like monetization and the live service elements that would be one thing. The problem with the story is that in an Avengers game, it's a Ms. Marvel game. And I'm sorry, I love the show. The character is not the character that can carry a game, particularly one called The Avengers. Case in point, when, when I play the game now, Ms. Marvel's like at level 9 and my Avengers are at level 50. Why am I going to play as Ms. Marvel? See, the pro- like the biggest problem is 
you could have made it work with just like with the story you had. The problem is is the microtransactions and the grinding nature because literally halfway through the game, the game just stops to become a live service game. Yeah, that that is the really annoying part of it. Uh, it's it's Ladia. You're the resident like expert on superhero gaming. Yeah. What do you think? Why do you think the the Avengers game did, didn't do well? Well, there's several factors. First reason, of course, is the developers did not back the game at all. Mm-hmm. Like as soon as they said there was no microtransaction in the game, there was <laughs> microtransaction. In the game. They said that we're not going to put boost X, uh, XP boosters in the game, and that you would uh, it's earnable. They made you pay people pay for it. They made you pay for uh, skins too, which was sad because yeah. they had a lot of cool MCU skins. Yeah, you had to pay for skins, but the, the cosmetics was fine. But I mean, mm-hmm. actual uh, XP boosters. So basically, they were like uh, content one. creators, and content creators were like, like because people who played the game. I actually said this as well. It was like, you know, they had a program or whatnot. And the developers told the uh, creators, were like, look, we're going to put boost XP in the game and you will not have to earn it. Uh, not, you will have to pay for it. It's all earnable. But what did they do to do a 180 and make you guys pay for it? So, so it's kind of like they were greedy. They were greedy for money and it, it flopped hard. And that's not the only thing they, that, that suffered, the game suffered from content mm-hmm. content content that they that was supposed to be in the game that never happened mm-hmm. It, mm-hmm. it took them about six months before we got the next character uh, prime example black panther took them a long time before we got a, a war for wakanda uh dlc and spider-man they said that, you know spider-man's gonna have a big thing for a playstation exclusive what it was, mm-hmm. it was just a you just get the character and you just collect this audio thing. You don't even get a proper full on story with him. Which that's stupid. That th- there's like th- they did kind of something like that with the Winter Soldier, where it's like you get yeah. a, a cool comic like cutscene, which that's cool. But I'm like, as soon as I, as I get the character, I'm like, that's it. Yeah, that's that's what like really. And what's also another stinger for the game was the fact that. I bought it at half price, right? Mm-hmm. Which I thought was a good deal. Um, I, I I said, look, I'm not gonna pay. I'm not gonna pay the full price for the game. But people who bought it day one, I felt bad for them because they were lied to from day one, mm-hmm. and the content they were promised never delivered. And then they, it was just like promises after promises that, you know, didn't deliver. And as soon as the game like flopped really badly, they decided to stop doing any more stuff for the game made everything free and basically said look we're not going to do anything about the game that's it and then uh embrace the embrace group literally said we're going to close down the studio and stop mm. the game uh what's it called support for the game and stuff like that and i'm just like okay well well it, it was in i think 200 million dollars in debt or something mm-hmm. and and that's purely because the fact is they weren't did they, they the developers didn't care. Brian Wagner, that's one developer that I can call out right now, didn't care about anybody in the community whatsoever. So also it's kind of important to note that this game was developed uh by Crystal Dynamics uh while they were under uh Square Enix. So like yes. uh, Square Enix also does deserve a lot of the blame. So like, like Square Enix never really gave this game the support they like they, they should have. 
Because Square Enix, when it comes, like never really treated its Western studios very well. Yeah, agreed. Uh, and that's why, like, like Square Enix decided to shut down the Western side of studios. Like, that's why we haven't seen any more Tomb Raider games as of late. And... Well, then so much say they decided to shut it down. They sold it all to an Embracer group, like, uh, like, like Crystal Dynamics, like Embracer groups own the Tomb Raider IP now. Mm-hmm. The, the other thing, the, the other issue I think Avengers ran into, and this is even before the game released, it was when the first trailer released, and everyone's like, "Who the hell are those people?" Because for Partly rightly, uh, I mean, I can't blame the audience for thinking that the Avengers in the game were going to look like the movie counterparts because... I do. Well, what I mean by that is, I mean, to, to a degree, I agree with Nick because it's like, this is not connected to the MCU. If it were connected to the MCU, that'd be one thing, but it's not. And yeah, I mean, so Nick, clarify. Okay. So the controversy that that Jared is talking about is the Avengers actors they did not look like like Iron Man did not like Tony Stark did not look like Robert Downey Jr. Black Widow did not Scarlett Johansson they did not look like their MCU counterparts and they were voiced by and like they were voiced by talented people like I think Nolan North as Tony Stark is good casting Laura and Bailey is Black Widow man you can't go wrong again, with that yeah good casting uh, the problem is. They're expecting them to get, look like their MCU counterparts, which I'm going to be honest. I find that whole notion rather silly. Mm-hmm. Um, like, like, like to have them have their, their likenesses would be very expensive, uh, especially for a game like like I think the game probably the game probably costs like three hundred million dollars to make. If they had to get the likenesses, it probably would have cost like four or five hundred million. You know, mm-hmm. it was the like like. Thing- yeah, the ahead. other thing is what people are forgetting. The MCU is not the only version of these characters that has ever existed. That's the these characters have existed in their current form since the 1960s. I'm pretty sure they didn't all look like Robert Downey Jr. and Steve and Chris Evans and all that. I mean, some even before that, because Captain mm-hmm. America but, is is literally older than older than U.S. old U.S. involvement in World War II. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but I'll say- I'll say this, right? The Avengers yeah. game was a cash grab just because of yeah. just the Avengers IP. That's the only reason why the Avengers name sold so much was because of the IP. It was nothing to do with, oh, is you just get to play as heroes, right? That was mm-hmm. that was the cool thing about it. And it was nothing about, oh, is it good? yes, it, get, it did get compared to the MCU, but they had talented actors. But there was problems on, like, on the game itself, behind mm-hmm. the scenes stuff. For example, Nolan North and Troy Baker don't like each other anymore. Really? And that was yeah. They oh. se- they went their separate ways in terms of collabing and stuff like that because because of because of drama really that that happens. You know that that was some some drama or something that you know I won't get into. But but it it was it was that bad that. You know, um, it got to the point where you know if you're gonna do a game, and you're having these big actors, you know, voice actors, talented voice actors come in, you gotta make sure they're all on the equal same page. That's the mm-hmm. first rule. Yeah. And the, and the second mm-hmm. thing is you don't just say, oh, I'm gonna bring in a voice actor that's that's really talented, and then you bring in somebody else that is also talented, but they don't see eye to eye. You don't do that because if if you have that clash behind the scenes. 
you know, then it could be a big disaster for the video game. Yeah, it's going to hurt, event- hurt the performance. Yeah. Yeah. So, ultimately, I think the pro- the issue Avengers ran into, it's really just studio mess management. Because when you think about it, an Avengers game should have been a layup. That should have been, like, guaranteed top sell because of the, of the Avengers name. And I think if they hadn't made it a live service game, and that's going to be a common theme throughout this discussion. If they hadn't made a live service game, I think it would have done a little better and just populated it with content and then released occasional DLCs like games used to be, like like the Arkham games, honestly. I mean, you got to realize this game came out in a post-Battlefront 2 world, you know. Yeah, so they had to see that's not a good idea. Yeah, because Battlefront 2, I view it as kind of like the watershed moment. When people realize, oh wait, all these live service mugger transactions, they kind of suck. Just came out around about the same, you know, around about a year or two after the Division of Destiny two came out. Yeah. So, and people Division two has had had, it had its own problems. Yeah. Yeah, but people weren't into live service anymore. But it's like as soon as Avengers dropped, yeah, they dropped the ball massively as soon as that game, you know, was released, and they didn't really. Weren't interacting with the community. They were kind of being, ne- you know, negative than positive with the community. Mm-hmm. And Which that's you know, always were... what you want to be. You want to be n- negative towards your player base. That's a good idea. I mean, if you yeah, don't but... like the video game, don't if you don't buy like my don't, don't buy it. Yeah. <laughs> you <use your laughs> if you wallet. don't like my my studio politics, don't buy my game. It, it, it's straight up. It, it's sad to see because, mm-hmm. like. You work four, five plus years on a game, and then you're like, okay, well, I'm not going to support it as soon as it releases. It's like, particularly when you take a game model that requires support. Yeah, a game. A That's game kind of the that... point of a live. Live is in the name service. Yeah, and the fact that this game was live service, this game had was going to have so much content, not only. Not only Black Panther, Winter Soldier, War Machine, Captain Marvel, I think was rumored. The Winter Scarlet Soldier Witch. did come out, so I was happy about that because I Scarlet love Witch. Some, yeah, Scarlet Witch, Vision, I think was another one. Uh, Captain Marvel was. I be thought yeah. they were good, but they were pretty much they did, do for they, that. They did. They did tease Captain Marvel because like heavily um, in Kamala's yeah. room. There's like a poster, and, and then they talk about her when she's like meeting the Avengers. But I, yeah, I, I felt think like what a... they were. I felt like what they were going to do is do that whole little thing where every time there's a movie coming out or a show, they're going to release a character for that movie. They did that kind of in terms of skins, though. Yes, yeah, they, they did. did that with Star Wars. I Like, Battlefront 2 got a lot of, like, movie-themed content around that time, yeah. I will they... say, though, the movie skins actually looked really cool, except for, like... There's one of the Thor ones. Oh, yeah, the, the, the Thor ones that deal with Infinity War because he still has the Mjolnir hammer. They don't give him a Stormbreaker hammer. Yeah. that That's like my... I'm like, is that really that hard to do? No, it isn't. It isn't hard to switch hammers around. And it's like, it was just laziness, lazy coding, really. They, they weren't really, you know, doing the coding side of it. And... Honestly, that, that's why the game suffered badly. Even when it came down to... Like, the only... Yeah. If I were to play Devil's Advocate... So, Mjolnir is a small hammer, while Stormbreaker is like a rather large axe. And 
if I were to play devil's advocate, and this okay. is kind of more a layman's view of game development, because the la- axe is a lot larger, larger, it requires probably required a different set of animations, and also there might be like some flipping issues, some collision issues. Okay, j- just because this is, I'm, I'm not saying this is the case. I'm just speculating. But the problem is, I wouldn't have put those skins that have Stormbreaker in the game then, because it kind of looks stupid to have Thor in like and uh, Infinity War and Endgame, and he has the classic hammer. Agreed. So it, it, I, I get that. If that if they said that and, I, and and they didn't give the skins and people asked and they said, well, we couldn't get, get the Stormbreaker to work, I would have respected them even more because it's like, okay, at, at least they're they're trying to be a little detail-oriented, but no, they just half-assed it. So mm-hmm. it's like, it's really, really, really like annoying. And ultimately it was sad because I enjoy playing, uh, I still enjoy playing Avengers. The story when it's not Ms. Marvel is actually pretty cool. It's, it's just, again, they base an entire game around a character that can't sell her own comic. It's like the same thing with the show. While the show was good, it had like one of the lowest viewerships in the MCU because it's based on a character that can't support her own IP. I'm like, we've seen many examples of this. They they banked on something, and if it backfired on them, they banked on just one thing, which was the IP. Mm-hmm. So ultimately, it's it, it's a cla- it's a tragic tale, and I do like how they made all the skins free. So now I have the entire Endgame Avengers team on my on my roster. <laughs> so yeah. there is that, and I get to hang. I get to have the. Winter Soldier hang out w- with uh, with Romanoff. That's my Marvel Super Wonder, in case you're wondering. So, in you terms... Know, so, yeah. so you ship Winter Widow? Yes, I do. So, <laughs> moving on to... Let's go to a little bit of a DC side. And I can't think of a better transition. So, Gotham Knights. And by the way, this game will always be special... Because this is how I met Taladia when Nick and I were streaming. We wouldn't even talk about Gotham Knights. Just you popped in the chat and goes, hey, I have uh, info for Gotham Knights. And then I asked Nick, do you want to have them on? And he's like, okay. But uh, see, Gotham Knights is another example. I enjoy playing the game. There are still some problems with it. A few of them were not fairly placed on the game. Like, it doesn't look like Arkham. It's not being made by the Arkham people, first off. And it's it's a, on a different engine, so of course it's not going to look like Arkham. But but Taladi, I'll start with you. What, yeah. What do you think Gotham Knights went wrong? So, firstly, Gotham Knights was developed by former Ubisoft developers, mm-hmm. which worked on the game. And I think the reason why that went wrong because they took out live service elements into the game. That had it was supposed to be live service. They took that out. And it was missing a lot of aspects for the game, which suffered a lot. And even after the game released, it only had two post-DLC content. Mm-hmm. And it, that was it. There was no, like, you know, other content. And there was loads of, you know, I found loads of, like, assets and concept art that was supposed to be in the game, like Catwoman, Solomon Grundy, The Architect, to name a, to name a few things. That was supposed to be in the game, but it didn't make it. Mm-hmm. Also, we were going to get a day and nighttime cycle. That didn't happen. That would have been boom, kind of fun, though. A boom yeah. tube. A boom tube was supposed to be a thing, too. 
like we were like boom shoes because it was going to be, you know, it was supposed to progress into the second game or whatever it was. Um, it was cyborg was going to have a specific cyborg mission, but that didn't happen either. So and there was a Robin that was also designed. It looked like Damian Wayne was going to be a Robin instead of Tim Drake. Uh, yeah, I thought when the trailer played, when the when I first saw the Gotham Knights trailer, I was like, oh, it's Damian Wayne. And I'm like, it's Tim? Yeah. Like, okay, that's fine. I mean, that's and, a little bit weird. And the thing is, like, they could have had room. Like, they could have had Tim be Red Robin. There was loads of opportunities for them to add more characters. Or just have Tim Drake just be Drake. To quote, no, he please, must not be named. Please, 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 no, please, no. They could, they could have. What they could have done is they could have added Damien into the fold, really, and he could have taken, you know, they taken the mantle of Robin, while Jason, Tim, and Dick train him, so to say, to become the next Robin, and then further along he'll become that. That could have set up a Batman game in the future, but it never mm-hmm. did. So. And what made things worse was behind the scenes stuff, like the developers higher ups leaving the studio and mm-hmm. and them not even like there was very good communication. Don't get me wrong. I I was one There was. I was I was very impressed. I was very impressed to see the developers interact with with us and communication was very key point. They answered one of my questions, which was great to see. Uh, and furthermore, like I, I still have some of the former developers still follow me on Twitter, which I'm super appreciative for. Nice, so, nice. So, um, and it's like, you know, they what they what they should have done, they shouldn't have done what they shouldn't have done what the Arkham Knight ending was. They should have changed that entirely. Yeah, because that really confused me. Because I'm like, is that in the Arkhamverse, and that's not being developed by Rocksteady, so obviously not. But I was like way it it just really confuses me particularly when you then have suicide squad kill the justice league announced like the same day and that follows the arkham universe so you're like is this a prequel to suicide squad it's not don't worry about it but still i'm like i I mean that we can definitely chalk that up as as definitely as one of the game's missteps because they they weren't they didn't go right out and say it it's a continuous arkhamverse but they wanted they clearly wanted you to think that Calling it Gotham Knights, you know, it's it, it's still it sounds like it's a continuation of Arkham Knights, you know, like they they very I I feel like they I, and it's like it the game kind of looks very Arkham esque, you know, um, Batgirl basically plays like Arkham Batman. It's like they they were they didn't they didn't go around and say it, but they clearly wanted to think that at least in my opinion. In, in my opinion, here's the thing: they made it RPG. And you could tell it was an RPG, but they the reason is there was it was supposed to come out in 2021. They delayed it by a full year to come out in 2022. That's always a good sign. Doesn't and, that see this is why? And I've gotten some flack from my fellow comics leaguers. We're like, oh, where have I had that heard that before? A, a game is supposed to come out. It's supposed to have heavy microtransactions. People complain, and then they delay it for a year to rip up all the microtransactions. It's almost like history is repeating itself. Well, also remember, Halo was delayed a full year, and uh, uh, I don't think I have to say anything on that. But but Jared, the thing is, if the live service elements was added into the game, 
for uh, Gotham Knights, I think it would have saved the game and it would have made uh, get more extra people to play the game. And I think it would have had I, more content going forward. I, I, I disagree. I, I agree um, with Nick. I strongly disagree on that because at this point, if you put, if you put like, and Nick, you can back me off on this. If you put like live service, the words live service on anything, that's an automatic red flag and do not purchase in a lot of people's minds. Yeah. But, Jared, it, like, I feel like Gotham Knights would have been another Avenger situation. Like, yeah, I feel it would have made, probably would have made more money. But it would have died a very. It, the, it basically instead of it dying a quick death, it would have been more of a slow product like Avengers. But the thing is, right? Like, um, it, it's an RPG game. It was never. It was never supposed to be an Arkham game, and that's why people really, it really hacked off the Arkham fan base because yeah. it was like, oh, it's not an Arkham game because they went into the game expecting it to be Arkham. Now, if you go into the game expecting everything to be Arkham, that's that's but, not. It, it even expected the visuals to be Arkham, but yeah, yeah. The, but that's where we get we get get back to the story issue of them saying, "Oh yeah, Batman's dead." What? And like, particularly and where, problem, wait, 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 it gets worse, Nick. They kill Batman practically the same way they did in Arkham Knight with his house collapsing. So I'm like, what? Not once, See, but twice we kill him. Yeah, exactly. And this. And this and this is the this is the problem I have, where it's like they weren't making an Arkham game, but they very clearly wanted you to think it was an Arkham game, and now, like and so and so yeah. they they advertised it and made people think it was like like an Arkham style game, and people walked into it expecting an Arkham game. You know? Now so that's, here's the thing: they could have salvaged the story if they didn't mm-hmm. kill Batman the second time. If when you beat the game, you get to play as Batman. That, that would have been because because you give people something they really want, which is the play as Batman. You give that as a completion goal, and then you have like as DLC that comes out later, a unique story of Batman reacting to coming back from the dead. Maybe he goes through the whole Jason Todd thing where he's not in control of himself because they use the Lazarus Pit, or maybe they formed the Justice League through this route. Just well, saying. they already have ha- the Justice League already exists though in this universe at this point. The- True, but because I mean, Tim Drake, uh, wait, wait, wait. Tim I have an idea. Drake's, wait, wait, because Tim Drake's traversal is the Justice League teleporters. What's your idea, Nick? So here's uh, here's my idea. As a so basically, you go through it, and as a 100 completion bonus, you get like a a sort of after credit style kind of scene where it shows that Batman is not actually dead, and the, yeah, that too. That would 100 work. It's just. It's the idea of killing him, bringing him back, and then du- and then kill. Because here's the thing: if you're a Batman fan, and then you see the Al Ghul show up, and then early in the game, Nick, they start talking about Lazarus pits. You automatically can tell the plot. Okay, we're gonna go to the Lazarus pit. Batman's gonna be back to life. You're gonna fight him, and then he's gonna sacrifice himself to take out the Lazarus pit. And that's literally what happens in the game. Yeah, it, it's it's it's. it's, 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 it's mm-hmm, that's it. To quote Deadpool. That's just bad writing. That's just yeah. That's just bad writing. Plus, but the, you know, yeah. Go ahead. I was gonna say as well. Like another thing to add is the fact that uh, Gotham Knights. Um, if I was if I was in their shoes right now, the developers work on a full blown Superman game at this point. Forget going doing a Batman game. Don't touch the Batman IP because if you touch the Batman IP now, people are just gonna be 
mad at you at it because the fact that they could they will say to you why don't you make a batman game from the get-go mm-hmm. right that's, they a will, they, that's a good point because they will tell actually you i think i think a, i think they should make a green arrow game no, but he, here's the problem with that, Nick. That's too close to Batman. I yeah. think it, 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 what Taladi is saying is I pick something that's like at the other end away from Batman so that they can like take a break from Batman. Because if they do Green Arrow, people are going to have that same thing. Why don't you make a Green Arrow game? It's, yeah. It, because the, the thing about it, go from like grounded to like ball to the walls, crazy Superman fighting Doomsday. Well, like that. in that case, make a Green Lantern game. That too, you could do that. That would work. And uh, I want a Green Lantern game. Thank you. But it, it, it's like I said, like, mm-hmm. you know, with with Warner Brothers right now as an in-house studio, it's very difficult to see what they're going to do next because originally it was a Damien Wayne Batman game before Gotham Knights. Then they changed it to make Gotham Knights. Now it's yeah, because like... It, it was going to be Arkham Beyond, right? It was going to be essentially yeah. Batman Beyond, but Arkham. And yeah. For sabotaging that, I give you this. Yeah, second Warner Brothers. <laughs> that that was that was Warner Brothers. That was Warner Brothers saying no, we don't want you to make it. And even fans' reception, the fans' reaction to, to the Damian Wayne Batman game, that was another thing too. Until concept art leaked out and asset and stuff like that started to pop online, then people wanted it. You see, now I'll be honest with you. If I was in Warner Brothers Games Montreal shoes right now. I'd focus on Superman, Flash, or Justice League, right? Focus on one of those three. Don't do Justice League because here's why. Gotham Knights was a co-op game. Stick with a single player, one story. So that way you build to it. Uh, I'm not saying don't do it at all. Build to it. Build back some trust because right now they took a big reputational hit from this. They did. They did. They they took a massive reputational hit because... Right yeah. now, a lot, a lot of fans are very skeptical with Warner Brothers games right now. With well, especially, game. especially with Warner Brothers, you know, you can say say what you want about like waiting to see what happens, but Warner Brothers is is making the, the exact same mistakes they made with Gotham Knights. And well, yeah, the other thing is remember, <clears throat> WB Games Montreal is known also for making what people what some people see as the worst Arkham game. No, that's wrong. I actually, I'm with Talani on this one wait, wait, because wait, wait, wait. Arkham Origins has its fans. Mm-hmm. There is a lot of Arkham Origins defenders out there. And... I'm included in them, but I'm just saying, yeah, have stuff where a portion of the, a very vocal portion of the Arkham fan base, like, well, yeah, we, we, we like to pretend that game doesn't exist. Yeah, I mean, Warner Brothers definitely loves to play. Well, yeah, it doesn't that, exist. Th- that's why I say, do not touch the Batman IP because, in the eyes mm. of some people, you fail twice. Do not touch that. Well, yeah. the thing is, I wouldn't consider Arkham Origins a failure. Um, like, it's not a bad game per se, it's just not as good as the Arkham games. It's like having uh, uh, basically, even though Batman uh, Arkham, Arkham Origins as the worst Arkham game is still better. Than like the best game from many other franchises. Well, yeah, and, but, but but the issue the issue I have with Arkham Origins is that it's not necessarily like it's it's not like the other games. It's just, just because the story is a little predictable and they contradict the lore a lot. 
I mean, that's fair. I'm just like that is, but from a gameplay perspective, I like it. I still play it. I also like I can play as a Black Lantern Batman. So there you go. But um, but yeah, go ahead. The thing is, right? Mm -hmm. WB Games Montreal, who made Arkham Origins, there it was the the first the team that made that game. They just straight up had the IP coding from Rocksteady. They were given the I, you know, mm -hmm. coding and everything from Rocksteady. Mm -hmm. It was straight up copy and paste. All mm -hmm. they did was change a few tweaks, a few here and there, and that was it. And that's why they made Arkham Origins. Now their DLC was great, the uh, Cold Cold Heart DLC. That, that was, was good. good. That was that was good. a good DLC. Don't get nobody. Nobody can disagree with that. Um, but it, it's like I said, like after the. The fact that Warner Brothers sees both Arkham Origins and Gotham Knights not as a reviewer's user review and critically reviewed well, um, the, I think they should just stay away from that IP and focus on Superman, focus on Flash, focus on Green Lantern, and do single player experiences, story driven game. And don't do this like RPG type of thing because if you do this RPG type of games and looter shooter or looter looter base RPG type of games, I should say. Yeah. Um, and, and, yeah. Uh, by the way, real quick, I looked up the sales of uh, all the Arkham games. So Knight and Origin sold about the same at seven million copies. Asylum was nine point five million and. Teddy sold 12.5 million. So it's one of the lowest selling Arkham games. Yeah, it's one of the lowest selling Arkham games, but still it's it, like... It's a fun game, don't get me wrong. Fun, I like it. Yeah, but the thing is, Warner Brothers don't see it like that. Yeah, exactly. The only thing they'll see is the numbers. Like, if, mm -hmm. if it sells, like, for example, Gotham Knights met, met sales expectations, but it did not meet reviews expectations. Mm-hmm. That's where the problem lies. That's why Warner Brothers have probably told them now you guys have to come up with something good, something better. It cannot be a team based game, it has to be a single player game, and you have to blow the fans' minds off. You have to meet our expectations too. Now, I wonder there's, there's a big question mark on this. I wonder yeah. if this is going to be a DCU game for WB Montreal's second game. That's a big question. Oh, mark. yeah. I mean, see, here's the thing, and we talked about this briefly on, a, I think, last week's stream that ended up having to, to delete it because it went off the rails real quick, was I think they're going to do mobile games for the DCU stuff because that's the only way that you could conceivably avoid a lot of the pitfalls that come with game development. Because here's the thing, p people on that panel were like... Well, James Gunn probably knows all that because he was involved in games and stuff. I'm like, no, I don't think James Gunn is as plugged into the like the gaming space as people think he is. I, 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 I think like, he, my he, biggest he, thing. Yeah, go ahead, go Nick. My biggest thing is like, okay, you want to have the games uh, connected. I don't think that's a good idea, but whatever. Um, why the heck would you suddenly make Arkham canon? Like, why I don't would think you he made just, it like, canon? He said that Suicide Squad kills the Justice League is canon to his his stuff. He did? I thought that's what the tweet said. No, 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 no. 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 What that tweet said was there's going to be other Arkham games after Ar after Suicide Squad. So basically, they're going to continue the Arkhamverse, and it's going to be part of his DCU. 
No, he never said part of his DCU. He never said that. He never said that. He said that this is the last. This wouldn't be the last. That, of that's the... the only thing he said, Nick. He never tied. But he de- he deleted that mm-hmm. uh, on on uh, threads and changed. Which that's very telling. That is very telling. And it and it makes me think that what James Gunn is probably he shouldn't have. What probably James Gunn should have said is something completely different to what he actually said. Like right. uh, like I'm not in charge of that. Yeah. I mean this has uh, well he kind of is because well see here's the thing he's the head of DC Studios so I'm not sure how how much of the DC responsibility is under him. Yeah, and, yeah, that's the thing like the, the way he was implying like that that the game that tying the DCU like people were saying like oh uh, you know it's like if this is what I don't like about like modern journalism they take like one small nugget of information and they blow it way out of proportion like Oh, the DCU games are gonna are gonna tie into his vision. Oh, James Gunn is making DC games now. James Gunn is personally at Rocksteady. He's writing the scripts. He's personally working there every day now. Like, like I'm sorry, be, be, because that brings cl- clicks, Nick. We know this. It's just clicks. Yeah, we know. We know. I mean, I get it. I I still don't like it. I, I hate but, it. It's stupid. But it, it's the fact that what James Gunn has said, he needs to clarify it even further, and he hasn't. James Gunn's. Can we just all can we just both agree? Warner Brothers needs to like take his phone, put it into a safe, and say, "All right, James, you'll get it when you when when you when you, when you actually put some. You can have your phone back when you actually put some movies out. Go stay in the when you think about what you've done. Because so far, every time you open your thing, it's you're making the situation worse. But anyway, yeah, it, I don't want to turn turn this into a rant about James Gunn. But, yeah, but go ahead, Talia. But, but it's like I said, when it comes back to WB Games, yeah, it's like the higher ups don't know what they're doing. The higher ups don't Big know surprise. what they're saying, and this is why DC, DC Games currently is suffering the lack of games. That's mm-hmm. the problem. There's lack of DC games right now. Where before I mean, there's a lack of Marvel games too, but we haven't really gotten into that portion yet. Which uh, we will, as a matter of fact, let's do that right now. Now, yeah. we've talked about two DC games that have failed. Let's talk about two DC games that have actually done pretty well, and that's the Sony Spider Man games. Wait, you mean two Marvel games? Well, yeah, two, two, m- m- uh, yeah. I'm well, sorry. we talked, we talked about a Marvel game that, that failed and a DC game that failed. Well, yeah. Let's talk, well, let's talk about some games that have succeeded. Yeah, like Spider Man. And here's an interesting thing: not life service. Isn't that interesting? No. It's almost like there's a formula. It's almost like Spider Man is the blueprint. No, I wouldn't say. I wouldn't say that. I would not say that because they actually took inspirations from the Batman Arkham games. Uh, yeah, I know. I'm making a joke. I'm, I'm making a joke about that. I'm talking in terms of the life service cutting. I'm talking in terms of modern uh, games cutting out life service. Because, uh, yeah, uh, it's yeah. pretty much because we think about it, the Spider-Man games are basically Marvel's Arkham series. Yeah. I mean, yes. Which, fantastic, because those games are freaking amazing. And I think the the thing about it the reason why the first reason why I think these games do well is that you can tell these guys are really, really, really Spider-Man fans because the sheer amount of like suits and references they put in this game shows that they at least have read Spider-Man comics in the past. Not just Spider-Man comics, but other comics. Like, yeah, my favorite thing was like uh, going around New York collecting items and getting some Easter eggs. Like, it's like, oh, you can get a, a Nelson and Murdoch card. Yeah, or like the Ghostbusters firehouses in the game. 
Oh yeah. Well, to be fair, that's actually a, a real location, in New York City. Mm-hmm. But like the fact that like, and we we did this on my Spider-Man stream, where like I run around to the back, and there's a spray painted ghost. Yeah, it's like, exactly. Be like, we know why you're here. Yeah, uh, exactly. And, yeah, go ahead. And the fact, and the fact that with the Marvel Spider-Man games, right? There, there, there's, there's so much you could do in the game that it, it's not boring. Like you, you could, could actually hang out with the best character in the game, Screwball. Get him out. Get him out. <laughs> Frick <Yeah>. off! <laughs> get, get out. Get out. I love my favorite moment from that stream was when Nick was debating on what thing we should do. And I see people in the chat going, do the Screwball mission, do the Screwball missions. Nick's like, I don't want to. And we made I put it. I put it to a vote and you all betrayed me. It's so much fun. The, it, Speaking the of which, I need to get back and finish that game sometime. Yeah. The the other thing that's actually really cool is that they did, a, I think Spider-Man 2 did the whole Miles thing actually really well. Because what's interesting about that game, if you notice, when you're playing as Miles, you get d- different side, different types of side quests. It's more of like helping out the community as opposed to like dealing with like the big, the world is ending stuff. That's for Peter. And then Miles is more, Miles is essentially more of the neighborhood Spider-Man. Also, um, Spider-Cat. Oh, yes. Except he arguably got the worst suit ever. That last suit for Miles is a travesty, which apparently I think it was, it was a collaboration with, I think it was like a shoe company. Adidas. It looks terrible. So, yeah. But uh, uh, go ahead, Slayer. So I just think I just think like the differences with Marvel Spider-Man Two, um, with compared to the first one, is that the second one obviously there there was a lot of like abilities you could change stuff like that. But the gadgets, the gadgets in the first game made more made the game a little bit more entertaining, mm-hmm. and the, the 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 second game had a lot of suits, too many suits, so. Too many. There's no such thing as too many suits. There's no no such thing as too many suits. Still, let's be honest. Yes. Well, no, there's not. I rock paper scissors. As a person who's only played the first game, what I really enjoyed about the the first game is so yes, the 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 combat for our is for Spider-Man is very Arkham inspired, but there's kind of a key difference in how they play out. The Arkham combat is very rhythm based. It's almost a rhythm game. To a degree where it's like so you're telling me we're part of the Bat Band in the Arkham games, possibly. <laughs> but like with the Spider-Man games, it's more of a game of keep away. Like the like the gadgets are more of a like it's more about crowd control <laughs> because uh, the game likes to throw a lot of enemies at you and do different things. So you have to use the like at least this is the way that this is the way that I interface the game. I don't know, it's a lot of might have a different experience. But like it's more just use a gadget to keep away a lot of the enemies. You can kind of focus on one or, or whatever. So it's kind of a bit more of a mental, mental kind of like you got to think through. Like okay, I use this gadget here, this gadget here. Oh, there's an opportunity to web people. Like it's it's you're more actively engaged versus the back bat, the Batman stuff. It's like they throw a lot of enemies at you. It's like the most you got to keep an eye of like oh he's about to hit me, so dodge. Like oh he's, he's got, got guns, guns. I will yeah. say, as someone that has played through Arkham Knight on the hardest of difficulty, you know what they do to make it hard, to make it really difficult? They take off the indicator that 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 pops up on someone's head. They're going to attack you, so you really have to learn the animations of Claudia, the characters. Mm-hmm. Does your experience with Spider-Man match mine? 
to an extent. All right, what's what, what's been your experience with Spider-Man? I'd like to hear your perspective. So my my experience with Spider-Man has always been fun. Especially, uh, now don't get me wrong. Yes, I did it a pancake moment. <laughs> I still remember that. I still have to get that clip. Yeah, but what's a lot of it, what I was what I was saying was like how how like how you view the combat. Like I was like I I refer to the combat as crowd control. Do you see that in the same way? I would say similar to some degree, but it but it also feels as if like when you when you do the combat, it feels like Arkham Arkham-esque. Like, yeah, like 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 I, like I was saying, they 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 share the same like base, but like the, the both of them are very Arkham inspired. Like, we agree on that. Yeah. Like, I was just saying their their approaches to it. The other thing is like with the Spider-Man combat to to quote to go back to what you said about crowd control. A lot of the moves are more crowd control because it's like the, there's a move where Spider-Man can like spin a web around and knock people back. So it, oh, yeah. and it, it's it's a little more like high energy because mm-hmm. Spider Man is naturally a more I'm gonna jump around and attack people as opposed Athletic. to Batman who's more like in the trenches I'm gonna punch your face in, jump around, jump, jump around. around, jump around. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, and also going to Spider Man Two. While I didn't, while I think it's a missed opportunity for them to not have Shocker, so you can't do the Shocker. Thing. yeah well i think that's i think they handled the black suit stuff really well particularly yes. starting with like harry having the uh, being agent venom and then they actually you get to play as venom when he first shows up so i'm like yes and then all the symbiotes have the spiral from null so and they implied that they did the whole alien thing so maybe null could be a villain in a future game i don't think that i don't think the the next one should be a now i think we also think the next one's gonna be superior spider-man but still i think it's gonna be superior spider-man goblin uh, a, a form of superior spider-man i don't think they'll switch bodies but i think Ock will like in some form have a superior spider-man suit yeah i think i think here's what they side, could do i think ready? since they're sidelining peter i think uh Severe Spider-Man might be a way to go, but or here's what they could do. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. You're gonna hate me for this. That's what they could do. All right, have Octavius clone Peter. No, 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 no. Name ben, ben Riley. Riley. F- frick off. And then no 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 raise no, Ben no. Riley to be a a, a more raise evil him, version of Spider Man. Raise him, raise him like a son. You mean he's gonna, this whole story is going to take place over 15, 18 years? No, just accelerated accelerated growth, like like the close of Star Wars. That is the stupidest idea. Yeah, in the well, I know, I idea. know, and I appreciate. By the way, I love how as soon as I said he clones Peter, you're like, no, no, nope, you knew exactly. I told you, you were gonna hate me for that. See, this idea makes makes the line somehow Palpatine returned. You're <laughs> by comparison. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It seems like it's written by Zack Snyder at that point, but um, yeah. So, and by drop in the comments, by the way, what do you guys? Think of the discussion, how you would do. Actually, you know what? Let's do it real quick before we wrap up. I'm gonna start with Nick. How would you do Superior Spider Man? Oh, well, uh, probably do like some sort of consciousness, uh, based consciousness transfer, 
Um, see, the problem with doing uh, Superior Spider-Man is they've kind of done like the, oh, there's something wrong with Pete. Oh, Pete's evil. Now we need to fight him storyline kind of with Venom. You know, they're kind of, they kind of risk, even though it's different, it's still like, oh, something's wrong with Peter. Even if you're not playing as him, it's still a somewhat of a similar storyline. But like, I don't know. Um, plus, like, with him being married to MJ, I feel like MJ would kind of notice. Plus, like, the whole, like, um, Doc Ock in Peter's body, like, kissing and sleeping with MJ would be so wrong. And just, like, you want you want Doc Ock to be, like, at least some. Yeah, second Warner Brothers. Wrong clip. I meant to play this one. Hang on. I meant to play this one. He fills out his clothes like lentils fill out a sandwich bag. And Nick, in response to Doc Ock sleeping with MJ. <laughs> Wasn't that a classic comic where Peter walks in on Doc Ock and uh, Aunt May? Excuse me, I need to go vomit. Yeah, that, that that's an actual Spider-Man comic. Is. And this is coming from the guy, by the way, that read since past. Why did you have to remind me of that? Yeah, here's Nick. Here's Nick. You ready? Why did you say that, Dad? Yeah. That's Nick right there. But, yeah, so Taladia, how would you do Superior mm -hmm. Spider-Man? Would you do the cloning or the consciousness transfer? What would you do? And I will say, we can call Spider-Man 3 Clone Saga if we do the cloning. No. 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 No cloning. <laughs> I love how with Spider-Man, all you have to do is say the word clone, and everyone's like, nope, I'm out. Like, I have no problem Ben Riley as a character, but like, oh my god, Clone Saga, no. <laughs> but, uh, so it's a lot of, how would you do, uh, uh, do, uh, Superior? Um, instead of cloning, I would do the whole, you know, switching of bodies. Okay, they could do that. I mean, my one problem with it is that it seems a little too, like, out there for the universe that they're establishing that all of a sudden consciousness transfer. I mean, this yeah. is a universe where there's an alien goo that gives you superpowers. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah. yeah, there is that. But the other thing, and Nick, you brought this up. Here's why I don't think they'll do that. They did the whole edgy Peter already with black suits. So it wouldn't work that well to make that yeah. the next game. That's why I'm saying clones. Because what they could no. do, they could, what they could even do is they could make it so he put the clones, he started the cloning process like earlier. So Peter didn't even know. And then uh, Ben emerges from the tube. I love this. And then Gwen Stacy shows up. I'm only kidding. I'm no, only kidding. no, no. Episode is over. The episode is over. Gwen Stacy shows up at Norman Osborn's tower. I'm only kidding. No. And no, then the no. achievement for, for watching that cutscene is called Sins Past. Is, is what he, does what even exist in the, in the, in the, in the, in the insomniac verse? I don't think they've mentioned her, but still, watch, they retcon it. So, like, oh, like, no, watch, they make it so the sleeping with Norman is what made Peter break up with her. I love, I can't see Nick's face right now, but I'm sure he's, like, raging right now, which is so good. Because he yes. had to read the um. story. But anyway, so I think that's a good place to leave it. We had a really good discussion about games. In terms of comics league content, this coming uh, movie night is going to be The Batman by Matt Reeves. I'm really excited for that because I love that movie. 
Comics League Dark, we're going to be talking a little bit more about uh, because uh, Taladia played the alpha for Suicide Squad and, uh, and, and they just dropped the NDA so we could talk about it. So uh, we're going to talk about that in the stream. And in terms of uh, uh, in in terms of uh, uh, by the time this is this is uploaded, we will have already done that the members only stream, which be sure to show up for that because I will be talking the crap out of that Super Wonder scene from Crisis. And in terms of in, in terms of Super Wonder Legacy, Britt and I are going to be tearing Injustice apart and talking about that forty second scene from from Crisis. What? So Taladi is angry at me all of a sudden. Don't need to diss off Injustice. Yes, I do. It's a good game. No, the the game is good. The comic story. Oh, I thought you were talking about the game. No, 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 no. We're talking about particularly how this uh, this makes people think that if Superman uh, that if Lois dies, Superman turns into an evil dictator. Yeah, it's not. It, it's it's done more damage to the Superman character. That could be a short. And by the way, be on the lookout for some fun content about that kiss from Crisis. I'm gonna be milking that for a long time. Which fun fun fact. So Britt and I did, uh, so last week's episode of Super Wonder is, was about animation. We did this because Crisis was coming out, not knowing what was in Crisis. So anyway, it's the history of Super Wonder and animation. So what happens is I upload it and then uh, like an hour or so later th that happens with Taladi and it leaks out. It, it, it got like a massive boost in views. Your timing was, uh, shall I Impeccable. say, perfect. Yeah, exactly. We didn't know that was going to happen. So, so when I look at each other, like, we'll take it. So go check that out and be prepared to destroy injustice. So uh, I'll start with Nick. Uh, where can we find you and what have you got coming out on your channel, dude? All right. So uh, on Friday, the Friday Night Frenzy uh, returns for another week. We're talking about the stuff we're uh, excited for for 2024. You know, like Metroid Prime 4, Nintendo Switch, Jared Fire, Wheel of Time Jared. Season 2. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> okay. He's good. He's, he left. You raised right. it. So, Teladio, where can we find you and what have you got coming out on the channel? You guys can follow me on Twitter at TeladioPlays underscore and on my YouTube page at TeladioPlays. I will be doing my video for my impressions on Suicide Squad Killer Justice League Alpha and be discussing it to a very good extent of what I thought about the game, what how did I feel about the traversal for the characters, and so on and so forth. Obviously, I'll be talking about it on the member stream with Jared and them because mm -hmm. I want to discuss it with them, but I also will be doing it in a solo video because I want to hear you guys in the feedback and whatnot, and if you guys got to play the game, you can always you know reply to that into the comment section in the video. Because I'll be doing that. And then also there will be the New 52 Justice League next week. Myself and Jared will be covering issue six. It's, it's issue six, That's right? That's the conclusion of the first arc. So we'll be done with yeah. Justice League Origin. Yeah, we'll be done with Justice League Origins, which is going to be interesting. <laughs> so, so we can't wait to do a retrospect as well. Talking about every... Like, we'll be... Once we've done that issue, we'll cover... We cover like we rank each issue, top best to none best. So we'll be doing that, and then um, 
yeah, I'm just looking forward to Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League. That's all I can say. That's going to be fun. I'm going to enjoy that. So on that note, everyone, stay heroic, and we'll be sure to see you in the very next one. Remember, Lois Lane is Lois Lane. <laughs>